Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. I'm your host Samantha and this week's special guest is Clarissa. Hello! So, sorry about the two weeks of just like ghosting. A lot has happened. <laughs> We've been busy. I had my LSAT and scheduling conflicts and all the things. But we are back. And when you guys are watching this, it's Halloween. <laughs> so happy Halloween, everyone. Hence the fit and the fit. Yes. This is the last week of our Halloween-themed episodes. And then we will be moving into technically Thanksgiving, but actually Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's Christmas around here. Halloween decorations go down and Christmas decorations come up. And speaking of Christmas, early Christmas present. Have you guys streamed Midnight's by Taylor Swift yet? <laughs> I would like to know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> As of thus far, I thoroughly enjoy it. When it dropped, I was at work and I looked at my coworkers and I was like, do y'all know what day it is? Do y'all know what day it is? And they were like, no, what's today? I was like, Taylor Swift drops a new album. Let's go. Happy release day, y'all. <laughs> Who celebrate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My team at work, we have a lot of Swifties on our team. So it all week leading up to it was Taylor Swift trivia and what song do you think is going to be your favorite on the album? And my friend Chelsea and I, we took like a strategic approach to this question because mm -hmm. our boss asked us, she was like, I want to know which one you think is going to be your favorite and then which one ends up being your favorite. So for me, I took <laughs> the first 13 tracks of all of her albums, the stolen versions, the re-recordings the her just regular albums since like lover all all of them right and i went through and i was like okay what are my top three favorite songs one through 13 on all of these like albums mm -hmm. and i found statistically track nine is my favorite so i was pulling through for bejeweled and do not get me wrong i love bejeweled i've listened to this album guys i looked at my apple replay <laughs> since this came out i have listened to midnights like not all the way through, but just how many times I've played a track off of Midnight's 270 times. My playtime for Taylor Swift went up 20 hours this past week. So anyways, so what ended up being my favorite was Maroon with Midnight Rain being a very close second. What did yours end up being? Mine is Vigilante shit. Amazing. That is, that one, it just hits something. You know? It's good, listen. You want to feel like the baddest of the bad? Play that. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I also really like Antihero. Lavender yeah. Haze is really good. There's just so many. And now if we're going off of the 3 a.m. version, you know, we got those extra songs. The Great War, is that what it's called? Oh, my God. Not me being a fake fan right now. Track 14. That, I love that one, too. I think I've listened to that one twice, so I may need to go back over that one. Dear Reader also makes me want to die, but like in the best way, though. Like, uh, I don't know. It makes me so sad. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I can definitely see myself. Let it. It hasn't been rainy here, but y'all just wait. Just wait until there is a good storm coming through town. I can just see myself riding around and it being dark and I'm blasting maroon. Oh, my God combination of maroon and anti-hero <laughs> just going through the speaker yeah right we just have it on repeat yes <laughs> um yeah so you guys have to let me know like leave me comments or dm me on insta any of the things i want to know your thoughts what was your favorite track on the song or on the album i mean and let's talk about it mm -hmm. and also did you buy any merch because off screen you can't see it 
but I have all five versions of the vinyls and then I, I went and bought the Target exclusive CD also because I wanted to hear Hits Different. Yep. And also let me know your thoughts on that. Have you heard Hits Different yet? Mm-mm, not yet. Okay, I'll have to show you once we get done recording. I'm so down. I don't even have a CD player, guys. I have to like, I'm not even in my car, nothing. I have to put it in John's Xbox. <laughs> Listen to it through my TV. Because nowhere else. On my laptops, nothing. It's a sign of the times, if you will. I know. We might Child have... of divorce. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, you ready for your first story? Ready. Am I the asshole for ordering takeout after my husband tricked me to cook for his kids? Hello. <laughs> so to give some context, I, female 35, have been married to my husband, male 37, for six months. He has two children from two different uninvolved mothers, and they live with us full time. The kids are seven years old and 10 years old. I work long hours, and it's a demanding job time-wise. My husband thinks that just because I work from home that I can pause whenever, but it's untrue. He'd asked me to do things for the kids or him during work hours, but I told him I'm working and unavailable during those hours and that the kids are his responsibility till I'm done. Yesterday, he told me he wanted to go attend a friend's engagement dinner and asked if I could take time off of work to make the kids dinner. I told him absolutely not and insisted that he cook for them or order takeout. He said he had no time to cook and takeout was off the table since he doesn't want them to eat fast food. He later said fine and that he was going to cook dinner for them, then go to the party. Two hours later, the kids came in and said they were hungry. I was puzzled. I asked if their dad cooked dinner for them, and they said he didn't. Moreover, he told them to come ask me to cook for them at exactly 7 p.m. I was so pissed to find myself in this situation, I took a few minutes off the meeting and ordered takeout from the nearby restaurant and fed the kids, then had them watch TV, then go to sleep. He came home at 11 p.m. and went off on me after he discovered that I didn't cook like he was counting on me to do. Not only that, but he yelled about feeding the kids takeout. I argued back saying I had no choice after he basically tricked me into cooking for them knowing I was busy. So I ordered food and made sure the kids were fed while I focused on work. He ranted about how I care more about work than my stepchildren, God forbid, and called me selfish, then went upstairs and refused to talk to me. He's still sulking about it today and says I need to get my priorities in order because they're messed up. Edit to add. About that friend's engagement, my husband had this friend from college. They're close and he couldn't miss the event. Moreover, he said he was upset with me for missing the event and now refusing to cook a homemade healthy meal and ordering takeout knowing it's a no-go for him. The reason I expected him to cook other than the fact that I was busy was that he usually cooks for them so it's both of our responsibility. Does he work? Yes, but barely. He works at a warehouse only twice a week. His friend's dad owns the warehouse, and so he has a lot of leverage. More context on the mothers. One is an ex-wife, the other is an ex-girlfriend. Both left for financial reasons, he said, but I'm not fully convinced by that. Not the asshole. Not the asshole at all. He literally said that he would cook. He was like, yeah, fine, whatever. And then had the kids go ask. Well, my thing is, I feel like fundamentally he's not respecting the fact that she's busy. Like, my thing is just because you work from home does not mean that you can do whatever. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. There are some work from home jobs that you can kind of do whatever, but that's not the majority of it. No. You know, like not all work from home jobs offer you the flexibility to be able to get up and go and just on, whenever. On top of that, 
if he wants them to not eat that, then he needs to make sure like meal prep for them. Yeah. Like just have dinners ready for nights like this. Like you mm-hmm. want to sit there and get mad at her. And I'm like, you don't respect her job. You think her job is useless. Well, especially when she said, hey, I'm not available during these hours. Like, yeah. and she literally said I had to hop off a meeting. You can't do that. Like no. when she's in her office working or wherever she is, pretend she's actually on site. Yeah. You know, like she's not reachable unless it's an emergency during those hours. Or she might lose her work from home mm-hmm. availability, you know, or the option to work from home, I guess. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? She might, this might be a luxury, you know, it might not be that the company is remote. It might be that, okay, yeah, you know, you worked up in seniority. You can go mm-hmm. work from home now. You don't have to come into the office every day, whatever. And that could be taken away. And then what? Then you're going to have to have sitters and stuff. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have any respect for her or what she does. No. Like, that's very apparent. And he only works, like, two days a week in a warehouse. Hi. Hello. Same. But four days. And I make sure my stuff gets done. And you work well over 40. Exactly. (laughs) You're working when you're not at work. Yeah. Like, I do at least 60 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And so, with stuff like this, and then he sits there. She says, he only works two days a week. And I'm like, there's no excuse for you not to be cooking for your kids. Outside of the fact of you just wanted to put it on your wife. Mm-hmm. Hideous. To circle back to your first point, why did you tell her that you would? Exactly. And then not. And then go above and beyond that and tell the kids, hey, at 7 p.m. on the dot, that's when you guys go in there and be like, hey, we're hungry. Yeah. You just left your kids no food. Exactly. And I honestly, did it say in there how old the kids were? Seven and ten. So the ten-year-old should be able to cook. Seven-year-old should be able to cook. At four, I was cutting stuff with paring knives. Like, there's we no grew reason. up in the South. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a choice. Um, but it's still the fact of they're old enough to cook for themselves, even if it's just, like, some rice or mac and cheese, like, something. Mm-hmm. A sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a PB&J, if you will. Exactly. <laughs> So nice homemade jam since he wants it to be healthy. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So top comment is, wait, wait, wait. He told you that you need to get your priorities in order when he left his children unfed to attend a party. Why did you marry this man? So not the asshole. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Another comment says, not the asshole, OP. This is exactly why he has none of the moms in the picture. His behavior is abusive. I wonder if he married OP just to get someone to take care of his kids and bring home a solid paycheck. I can't believe someone would manipulate both his kids and his wife at the same time by not feeding them. Sounds crazy to me. That's actually a pretty fair point. Like, that's really ugly. Both of those are very fair points. Like, Mm -hmm. he just married in a babysitter that brings home a paycheck. Horrendous. If these men come with anything, is the audacity. audacity. All right, next story. Am I the asshole for returning my daughter's birthday cake after I discovered that my wife made changes to it? I, male 37, have a daughter, now 13, Olivia, from my former relationship. Currently, I'm married to my wife, who has a daughter, 16, Brittany. So, Brittany is the opposite of Olivia. For example, Brittany is a social kid. Olivia is more introverted. The list is long, but they're just the complete opposite. Olivia's 13th birthday was two days ago. She loves chocolate, and I decided this is the flavor I was going to go with when I contacted the bakery. 
However, my wife objected since Brittany absolutely hates chocolate and suggested we go with vanilla. I said no way because for one, Olivia hates vanilla and it's also her birthday so she gets to have her cake with her favorite flavor. My wife got upset and took it as in I had no regard for Brittany and that we should just choose another neutral flavor instead. I shut that down and said no more discussing this because I've already decided to go with what Olivia wanted. At the day of the birthday, I was supposed to go get the cake, but I was surprised to see my wife coming home after picking up the cake from the bakery. I looked at it and discovered that it wasn't a chocolate cake, but a vanilla cake with small pieces of chocolate on top. I got pissed thinking they got my order wrong and was about to contact them. But my wife said that there was no mistake and that she called the bakery the day before and made slight changes to the cake to please both girls. I was stunned. I lost it on her and asked her why the hell she did that. She got defensive saying that birthdays are no excuse to show favoritism and that her daughter is watching and observing how I'm treating both girls. I told her off since I was the one paying, then called the bakery and explained what happened. I had the cake returned and replaced with a chocolate cake. Although this one is smaller, but it was fine. My wife declined to take part in the celebration and later we got into a huge argument where she called me controlling and selfish for returning the cake instead of using this opportunity to teach Olivia to compromise so everyone's happy. Now I'm teaching her to be selfish. I said that my daughter gets to act selfish on her birthday and that she, my wife, was teaching her daughter to be entitled. Word for word and it led to a bigger argument. We're not talking as of now. Am I the asshole for returning the cake and not taking my wife's input into consideration? Not the asshole. Not the asshole at all. You might think your kid's important, but if it's somebody else's birthday, yeah. it's their birthday. Like, let them have the day. So my thing is, okay, for Brittany's birthday, are we having a chocolate cake? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I would be so mad. Like, And then for her to sit there and say, it's compromised. You know, it has chocolate on top. Okay, well, then maybe you should have got a chocolate cake with vanilla icing. Exactly. Mm, sounds like compromise. Exactly. I'm like, you can't say that getting a vanilla cake instead of a chocolate cake is a compromise and that's not a compromise at all not you at got all. what Brittany wanted my thing is if Brittany doesn't like chocolate cake it's not her birthday she doesn't have to eat cake or or and hear me out this is a crazy concept you get two cakes well I was gonna say they could why do, does it matter they could do half and half yeah. or get Brittany like a separate cupcake yeah exactly I'm like why does it why does it matter why do you have to take away from Olivia's day to please Brittany. Exactly. It's Olivia's day. If there's one day to be selfish, it's your birthday. Along with Brittany's 16, Olivia's 13. Like there's a difference there. The 16 year old can take not having a piece of cake. Whereas the 13 year old, like those are fundamentally development years. Mm -hmm. And if you already are saying, no, my wife's kid is already more important than you. That's a whole nother ball game that just shouldn't be played with. Exactly. And I think it's just, if it was just slight changes, why did you feel the need to hide it? Exactly. You went and picked it up because you knew. Mm -hmm. You knew what you did. Mm. Mm -mm. Things that make you go, hmm, you know? <laughs> if you marry into a family where somebody else has kids, you have to be respectful of them as well. Yeah. Like, you can come with your own, and you want them to be respectful of your kids, equally respectful of the others. Exactly. That's th This whole story was crazy to me when I read it because I'm like, who cares? It's a birthday cake. Get two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can get the main cake as the chocolate cake, whatever, and then get like a small, like one of the little circle ones or whatever, yeah. like a vanilla cake, and then boom, compromise. That's an actual compromise, not, or like to your point, if it's one of those things that maybe it comes down to price, you can get the, the split cake. Like you can get a sheet cake that's like chocolate on one side and vanilla on the other. Like, yeah. 
These are very basic flavors. It's not like your one's like, oh, I want red velvet. And then the other, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? I'm like, you can go to like any Publix or Winn-Dixie or Walmart or whatever and get, which I know he said bakery. So I don't know if it, yeah. it's like a, you know, a small town like store or whatever. But it's like, most people have that on hand, you know? Like, yeah. That's not like a crazy, not that red velvet's crazy, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> a lemon no. blueberry cake with sprinkles on top (laughs) exactly that's my point like it's these are pretty easy to come by flavors exactly and so for her to go and change the order behind his back after having that discussion to appease her daughter rather than the actual birthday girl it's kind of ugly plus 13's big like you're going that is the first of your teenage years like you are a teenager now so it's like why would you take that away from her and she just got 100% disrespected on her birthday because of stepmommy yeah, and Brittany feeling entitled. And I would like to know why Brittany feels entitled. Well, but also, okay, now that's us assuming that Brittany is entitled. Like, what if it's just the stepmom? What if Brittany actually doesn't care? Like, yeah, she hates chocolate cake, but what if she's like, I don't care. Like, she's a baby. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because she's 16. You know, 16-year-olds think like, oh, my God. <laughs> a child. <laughs> you know? A child. No. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's the stepmom. I think she's projecting. Yeah, and that's that's so hideous. It's for giving Olivia. Cinderella. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, but I, luckily the dad seems like he's standing up for Olivia. He's not just like whatever you say, honey. Like yeah, he's actually like, no, my daughter wants what she wants. Exactly. And the thing is, Olivia, if she's introverted, she may not feel like she can speak up. Mm-hmm. So for the dad, like sticking up for her like that, like that's gonna make a world of difference for her. So overall, vote on this one, not the asshole, honestly. <laughs> Top comment, not the asshole. It's Olivia's birthday, not Brittany's birthday. The cake should be the flavor of what the birthday kid wants. This is a special day for Olivia. Therefore, there doesn't really need to be a fairness between your daughters. I don't like chocolate, but when it's my sister's birthday, we get chocolate because it's what she likes. I suck it up because it's her special day. Your wife is an asshole for going behind your back. The cake was basically vanilla to make Brittany happy with tiny bits of chocolate for the birthday girl. Why can't Brittany learn to compromise? She's older and she should know that she can't get what she wants on a day that's not her birthday. And then another comment says, keep a very keen eye on both your stepdaughter and most of all your wife. Should she try something like this again? Divorce her before she does lasting damage to your child. Not the asshole. Your wife certainly is a huge asshole. Someone else said, yeah, bad people are often sneaky. This is just the first incident that he's noticed. He should take his daughter out on a daddy-daughter date so she's out of the house and feels safe and ask if similar things have happened. Yeah, that's a good that's mm, good advice. That's very true, because if she gets left alone with her... Yeah. Ew. Mm. You should just leave her. <laughs> Clarissa said jump right to divorce. Exactly. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. <laughs> to jail i'm a very (laughs) impulsive person (laughs) all right last story of the day (laughs) am i the asshole for telling my sister she could have dated the guy she liked had she not been such a misogynistic pick me (laughs) (laughs) my 20 female sister kim and i are identical twins we were very different growing up and still are i hate to say this but kim is the definition of a pick me girl always spewing misogynistic nonsense on how women are weak and should submit to men. How she's so short and petite, so she can't do anything on her own without a big, strong man around. How all the girls are trying too hard by wearing makeup while she is pretty naturally, so they all hate her for it. 
You get the gist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Kim and I attend the same college, but studied there in different departments. In one of my classes, there is this guy named Dave. Dave is your typical handsome frat boy that most girls in our college have a crush on, including Kim. Over the summer, I've started working in a small coffee shop near campus to earn some extra cash. During that time, Dave became a frequent customer there and was pretty friendly toward me since he recognized me from class. After a while, he admitted that he's attracted to me and asked me out so we can get to know each other. Knowing that Kim liked him, I decided to reject Dave and instead offered to set him up with her. We are identical, so if he asked me out based on attraction, it really shouldn't matter. Dave agreed and I gave him my sister's number. I knew they met up for a date during the weekend, but didn't have the time to ask him how it went since I was sick. Today, during my shift, Dave approached me and asked if I could return to Kim the lip gloss she left in his car since he knew the brand was expensive. I asked him why he didn't return it to her himself, and he said that he didn't want to see her after how the date went. Oh, no. I was confused, so I asked him if the date was really that bad. He explained that they went to a nice restaurant where my sister didn't stop harassing and criticizing the waitress for wearing too much makeup and looking easy. After that fiasco was over, she proceeded to say some stuff that I can only imagine are usually said in an Andrew Tate podcast. <laughs> Dave, who was apparently raised by a single mother and has five sisters, was horrified, so he excused himself to the bathroom, paid for their meal, then mowed Kim some cash for an Uber, and left her at the restaurant alone. I was embarrassed for Kim, but totally understood why Dave walked out on her, so I apologized on her behalf and took the lip gloss with me. I returned it to her two hours ago, and she didn't stop complaining on how awful Dave was, how he wasn't a real man, since real men usually like when she brings up how women are inferior to them. At some point, I just cut her off and told her that she had a chance of a nice date with a guy she liked, but ruined it all because she couldn't stop being a misogynistic pick-me even for one second. I'm now back at my apartment, and Kim hasn't stopped texting me demanding I apologize, but I don't feel like it. Am I the asshole? No, no, no. Not the asshole. Oh, I just need a big, strong man. <laughs> Could not be me. No, what? <laughs> oh, my God. No, not the asshole. And, like, props to Dave, though. Oh, 100%. I like the fact that he was like, yeah, that that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I mean, like, leaving her in the restaurant... But, like, also, if she's causing a public scene, like, if she's really, like, going to town on this waitress, like, oh, you look easy. Like, uh, could you imagine? Could you imagine? I would, if I was on a date with somebody and somebody was, like, saying that to the waitress, I'd be like, no, I gotta go. Like, I got to go. Take me off the roster. Like, <laughs> not, this is not it. Oh, no. God. Oh, Lord. I don't even know that I have words for this one. I just think this is hilarious because it's like, I could never be that dependent. Well, I mean, I think it speaks to like a bigger insecurity issue on Kim's side yeah. of things. But like also, we all know girls like this. The pick me is the oh. Like we've all seen the TikToks. You guys know exactly. You know exactly which girl I'm talking about yeah. too. The one that makes fun of like the pick me mm -hmm. situations. Oh my god, they're enraging. She's so good. <laughs> There's like three or four of them that pop up on mine, and I watch them, and I'm like, mm, no. I get it. And she's like, oh, you brought your girlfriend. Oh, that's great. Like, mm -hmm. 
<laughs> no. There's another girl that she does them and she's like, I'm one of the boys. Oh, yeah. I'm always here. And then it turns Just out. Just boys are so much less drama than girls. <laughs> and then it turns out to be like a sister or something. It's not. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. So overall vote on this one, not the asshole. Top comment, not the asshole. Good on Dave. Maybe you should give him a shot. LOL. <laughs> Someone said, I second this opinion. Dave, Dave seems like a nice guy, and he's clearly into OP. So there is an update for this one. I would like to start this off by saying that although I don't agree or excuse Kim's actions, I do understand that they come from a place of insecurity. And although I knew her obsession over male validation was not normal, I didn't understand the severity of it until now. I've talked with our parents and they both agreed based on what I told them that we'll try to convince Kim to attend therapy after the holidays. I'm not sure she'll agree, but it's worth a shot. It is worth a shot. Yes. I ended up getting Dave's phone number from a classmate of ours. I've sent him a text apologizing again for what went on and thanked him for still paying for my sister's meal and making sure that she had a way to get home safely. We talked a bit more and one thing led to another and we agreed to meet up for lunch next week after class. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if I should consider this a date or not since we didn't label it as such, but I think I'll just meet him there and see how it goes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, ma'am. I told Kim about it, and to say she was pissed would be an understatement. She called me a horrible sister for agreeing to meet a guy who publicly humiliated her by leaving her alone at the restaurant. I retaliated by reminding her that she was the one who embarrassed him first by causing a scene in public. She was also the one who said that he's not manly enough for her and lost all interest, so she can't say she still has a claim to him. After calming her down, she agreed with me and said, that a female like her deserves a manlier alpha male. <laughs> oh, yes, no. I know that sounds super cringy. I didn't know what to say to that, so I just laughed and wished her good luck with that. I think she'll still be a bit salty over this, and her ego is definitely bruised, but at least I know she's completely over Dave. I want to thank everyone for your support and for the awards. I don't think I'll post another update here, but if anything interesting happens next week with Dave, I'll make sure to update on my page. By the way, this is my first time posting here, and I have to say that it feels so surreal to open TikTok and see my post voiced by AI with a Subway Surfer gameplay in the background. <laughs> well, girl, you're about to be on a podcast, too. <laughs> That's pretty fair, though. I'm glad her parents were, like, supportive of, like, hey, maybe we should get her in therapy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is really nice that the parents weren't like, no, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. The woman submits to the husband, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> well, not even just that, but not brushing off the actual issues that were there. Because, mm -hmm. like, like I told you, when I when I started therapy, my mom just kind of looks at me. She doesn't like, say anything. She doesn't talk about it. She just, okay. Because I think some parents, like, this is so separate to the story, but I yeah. feel like some parents think that it's, like, a testament to their parenting when their kid has to go to therapy. And then it's not, so, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes, yeah. But sometimes it has nothing to do with them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just stuff. Like, I mean, everyone could get something out of going to therapy. 100%. 100%. So, this is another plug for therapy. Nice. <laughs> like the Bejeweled music video. Nice. <laughs> uh, another plug for Taylor Swift also. Mm -hmm. Stream Midnight's. <laughs> 
But anyways, guys, that is it for this week's episode of Talk Toxic to Me. If you enjoyed this podcast and you're listening to it on a podcast platform, make sure to leave a review. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel, like the video, leave a comment. But until next time, talk toxic to you later. Bye.